0: A misconception that we don't exist. That somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited. That overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high-performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants, and just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter we'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis. And if you are tuning in for the first time, you're in for a treat. And if you are returning from previous episodes, then you may already be aware of this. But today marks our start in a new series that we're going to cover or go through over the next four weeks, which is called The Growth Shift. We often hear about having mindset shifts, you know, these kind of shifts in the way that we think? But I wanna attach not just the middle aspect of the process of, of kind of like mindset shifts, I wanna attach that to the movement that we need to make. So the the things that we need to do in order to allow the mindset shifts that we are making to galvanize action and we want it to move us forward. So this is the growth shift, meaning that we're not just you know, thinking about ways that we can look at things differently And just ponder on them. (laughs) But we're going to allow that to really be intentional so that we're able to take action as we move into this next new year. Because I've already named it and claimed it for all of us. We are going to have an amazing 2023. We are going to break goals. We're going to really just change the game in our industries. We're going to make a name for ourselves and for women in consulting across the board. And because I am just solely focus on increasing the success and longevity of women in consulting. I have said that from the beginning, I'm leaning even further into that, into the new year. And so this series is actually part of that journey. And so I really, really do hope that it is helpful. Um, and, you know, kind of thinking about starting out, I was like, how do we start the conversation around growth. Um, and, you know, I came on this title, came up on this title in a very unique way. I know you're probably thinking, you know, why in the world did you name this multi-million dollar decisions? You know, you don't have multi-million dollar business yet. <laughs> Why are you naming it that? How can you tell me how to make multi-million dollar decisions? And this is going to make a lot of sense as we, you know, move forward uh with regards to the episode title, but also I want you to think about just the possibility that lies ahead for you. Even if you're not thinking about trying to build a million dollar business or a multi-million dollar business, the point is that you are thinking above and beyond where you currently are right now in whatever capacity that you deem to be necessary for your life and for the goals that you truly, truly deep in your heart want to achieve. It's, it's more so a way of us thinking out of the box and stop you know, stop this pattern of limiting ourselves to what we believe is feasible based upon history or based upon what we've seen in the past or what we've experienced in the past. Because the thing is that your past does not have to dictate your future. And because your past doesn't have to dictate your future, then all of these things everything that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks is possible for you, It's possible for me. And those are the things that we're going to focus on as we move ahead. We are not going to limit ourselves to anything. Whatever you feel is the the true definition of success in your life, that is what you are going to, at least I hope you're going to be shooting for. So look, you know, I, I have a coach um, that, I love dearly. Um, But there's one thing that she said to me early on that stuck with me over time. Um, And so uh, her name is Erica. And so one thing that we talked about often was what my goal was for the business. Where do I see myself going? What did I want to accomplish? And, you know, I, I set all kinds of goals that I felt were very realistic and based upon, you know, numbers that I have achieved before and things that I felt. In my reach, that I could target. But one thing I noticed is that whenever we talked about business, and she referred to my business, she referred to it as my multi-million-dollar business. Always. And, you know, I was just kind of taken aback. I was like, okay, why is she referring to it that way? But it was her reminder to me that no, you are building not a million dollar business, you're building a multi million dollar business. And so, therefore, if you're building to that level, then you need to show up and you need to pour into your business. To that level, in essence, you have to believe that you want to accomplish these greater goals in order for you to do the things that are necessary for you to reach the next level. And so it's this shift in the way that you view your potential that changes everything. It changed everything for me with regards to how I approach my business, how I structured it, the things that I was able and have been able to set up. Uh, you know, really uh, allowing these things to be a, become a part of me and the way that I approach building businesses overall. And that's something that I want to share with you because in all honesty, growth requires that we make tough decisions. So one of the things that anyone who has a multi-million dollar business is going to have to do is that they're going to have to make tough decisions. There are going to be decisions that they have to make. They're not going to be easy. They're not going to be decisions that feel comfortable. They're not going to be decisions that feel good all the time, but they are going to have to be made. These decisions are going to have to be made. And so they have to rise to that occasion and to be able to make those tough decisions. And you know the one thing about human decision making in general is that when we are making decisions, we are very biased, and we are unconscious about the the mental thoughts and processes that are at are, that are at play. What you'll find is that. Many times we are biased toward things that are easier for us to achieve. Just like I was talking about before, I could see those things that uh, were possible for me that I felt were realistic for me. All of those goals felt achievable because in all honesty, they were easier, And so because of that, it's easier for us to make decisions based upon that comfort level when we are able to really recall ourselves being able to do something before, or we can easily envision ourselves doing a specific task or maybe uh, making a certain level of income or achieving a certain goal. We can envision ourselves doing that. It is very easy for us to make a decision. So the difficulty comes into play when there is a disconnect between what we actually believe and what we find to be familiar and the decision that we're making. So this is where it is very important for us to begin to think about what we believe is possible for ourselves, right? How big are we dreaming? How big are we trying to... to, Grow our businesses? Where are we trying to go when we talk about going to that next level? What does that next level look like? Is it something that we can easily achieve and we know in our hearts that we probably could have been there yesterday (laughs) had we really, you know, kind of buckled down and went all in? Or is it something that really is going to expand beyond what we even imagined that we could accomplish initially when we started? This is actually where, you know, where we want to go. We want to begin to tie some of uh, this decision-making and some of that process to things that are also emotional. So emotional as well as rational. Oftentimes we use our rational mind and definitely as consultants, we're very analytical thinkers and we are always thinking about what makes the most sense. What does the data show? What is most likely? What are the odds? And so because of that, we limit ourselves because... In all actuality, although the odds are in your favor to accomplish a particular goal or task, it does not mean that those things that are beyond our imagination are not possible. Keep in mind when you're looking at um, odds or or you're thinking about risk and chance and, and you just have to imagine that bell-shaped curve that there is going to be a cluster of us that fall in the center, that are achieving those things that are more possible and likely. But then also there are those outliers and those outliers exist on both ends. And one end that we're going to focus on is on the end that is toward success. So you have those outliers that achieve massive success. And that is actually what we're shooting for, because I know you just like me, we're not trying to be average. (laughs) You're not tuning into this podcast right now, listening to this episode about multi-million dollar decisions, trying to be average. No one does that. So the fact that you're even listening to this podcast and you're taking time out of your day to seek more information, to figure out where you're going to take your business next means that you are not in the business of being average. You are an outlier. And so if you're an outlier, that means that you have to begin to consider the fact that what you have to do, what is necessary for you to get to that point into that goal, what is necessary for us, I'm speaking for myself as well, to get to that goal is to think out of the box, is to do things differently, is to have a growth Shift. And when we understand that oftentimes the way that we make decisions is based upon what we find to be our norm or our comfort zone, then it's easy to see how we can make decisions in a moment that prevent us or keep us from achieving our higher level goals. Because those higher level goals, like I said, are outliers. They are not the norm. And so we have to go against, to some extent, this level of rational decision making in order to get there. So, you know, when I thought about my business and just, you know, my career journey and the, the clients I've served over the years, I tried to pinpoint a common thread that actually exists in each situation that has led to growth, that's led to a positive result, that's led to really expanding beyond what I would consider the norm and reaching, you know, these higher level goals. And I realized that there were really three key decisions that stood out more than others. And so that's what I want uh, to talk about today, because I want to really lean into just what I feel like are those core decisions that we have to make, those core choices that we have that can set the stage for any level of growth that you want to achieve, And it's not until we're able to make these very tough and difficult decisions that we can begin to show up differently in our business and and really excel to the next level and accomplish the goals that seem right now, at least, to be out of our reach. So there's a famous quote that says, two things remain irretrievable, that's time and a first impression. So look, when you are presenting your services to a client and you're ready to win that big lucrative contract, you want to put your best foot forward. And what better way to do that than brand collateral that showcases your high quality services in a way that stands out from the crowd. So if you're looking for a way to showcase your services, I want to offer you what I use and what I know has worked for me over time and that. That's my offer magazine template. This is literally a canvas template that all you have to do is drop in your pictures, your logos, all of your information, and then allow someone to see firsthand the level of quality that you present when you touch any project that you are working with. To download, click the link in the description and make it yours today. I promise it will be putting your best foot forward. Okay, so here's the first one, the first tough decision that you have to make. And this one actually may step on a couple of toes here or there because it can be hard to hear sometimes, but let's just just keep it real today. We're going to keep it real on this episode. The first choice or decision that I found to be a common thread in those who have been wildly successful um, in whatever goal that they were setting out to achieve is that number one. You have to choose to build a self-sustaining business. You have to choose to be in business. Either you're trying to build a highly profitable business or you're not. (laughs) That's the truth. That's the reality. I know sometimes it can be hard to hear it said that way because there are a lot of things that go into building a business, right? No matter what that business is, there's a lot of emotion attached to it because there's so much energy that has to go into the building process. But at the end of the day, you need to build a business that has good revenue, that has a solid client base, that is pulling in a steady stream of business and, and profit. And most importantly, that's not dependent on you. That's not dependent on whether or not you show up day to day. And the one thing that I see very commonly when it comes to whether it's a summer vacation or even now as we approach the holidays, a lot of times people want to be away from the business. That's understandable. You have to have harmony between your personal and your business life. There there needs to be that flexibility and that freedom. But that doesn't mean that your business should stop. That doesn't mean that everything should come to a complete halt while you're trying to to, uh, refuel and to rest and to enjoy life, right? It shouldn't stop. And so in order for us to really build businesses that go above and beyond where we are right now into a place that is really our true goal, we have to be able to build businesses that are self-sustaining. You know, think about it. (laughs) At no point in time, no matter what is going on in terms of holidays or in terms of the economy, no matter what, you can expect Target and you can expect, you know, Starbucks or or Coca-Cola, all of these businesses to still be running, right? You can go at any moment in time and grab a can of Coke. You can go to Target uh, on pretty much any day, unless it's actual, you know, official holiday, and they're going to be open. But even if they're closed, their business is still running in the background, right? Online. You can go online and buy something from Target. You can go and, and, you know, grab a cup of coffee from Starbucks. And once again, if they're, if they're not there in person, you can go online and order a gift card. Those businesses, those companies do not stop because they reached a difficult time. They don't stop because someone said that the economy may be unstable. They don't stop because they're tired and they're overwhelmed. They don't stop. And so one of the difficult and tough decisions, especially if you want to achieve your goal and take your consulting business to the next level in this new year, if we want to do that, if we want to achieve these big goals, we cannot stop. We have to begin to build businesses that are self-sustaining. So I'm not talking about flip over into hustle culture. You know, I am anti hustle hustle culture. I'm all about embracing that feminine power and, and that aspect of ease and flow, right? And and those things are very important to me. And those are the things that I embed into uh, the work that I do with clients is that one of the reasons why we build this way is because you shouldn't feel attached, so attached to your business that everything falls apart when you need a break. As a matter of fact, the last couple of weeks, I know for me has been extremely hectic and things have been running online rather smoothly. Like no one probably even knows that I haven't made a video in a while, right? Because I've already planned out, for instance, content to be there so that the business keeps going. There are emails that are running in the background, so that someone can still work with me. There are there are other networking opportunities that are in play, despite me being away physically from the business. That's how it has to begin to be for you. If it's not already, you have to begin to remove some of the labor that you are pouring in. That's burning you out. That's weighing you down. That's that's really, uh, you know, causing your creativity to lag. You have to remove some of that so that you can build a self-sustaining business. And so the tough decision is, are you going to build a business that is highly profitable or not? And so if you're going to build that business that lasts, that's highly profitable, that's self-sustaining, then that means that you need to have systems in place. It means that you need to think about how you're able to effectively market on a consistent basis in an effective manner that does not require you to burn yourself out. It means that you need to think about how you are really building your platform so that you're able to garner opportunities easily. Have people reach out for you to do podcast episodes or collaborations and you not have to always be pitching and chasing people down. But you're not always have to network so heavily and 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 send a lot of messaging via LinkedIn, just nonstop trying to gain business. You need to have processes in place that are going to allow you to build a pipeline of business that is going to help you to sustain yourself over the long term. That needs to be something that you begin to be more intentional about. And that takes a choice. It's a decision that we make. It's a decision that we make to build our business in that fashion. It doesn't automatically happen. And I think that's the misconception is that we think a lot of these things just kind of automatically come over time. Or maybe even if we don't think that they're going to automatically come over time, we believe that at some point in time, we're going to have more energy to pour into building that. And I will tell you right now that more than likely that's not going to ever come because as you become more successful, you're going to become busier. You're going to have more and more clients to serve. You're going to have more and more things to do. You're going to have more speaking engagements to do. You're going to have more workshops to hold. You will not have the physical capacity, the mental capacity to take on more. And so that's why you have to start now thinking about how do you build a business that is self-sustaining, right? It has to be something that you think about now because you want to build a business that allows you to experience the fullness of life. Not one that is going to become, you know, almost like a a cage or a prison for you that was very similar to what you had in your nine to five. That's not the goal. At least that's not the goal for me. I speak for myself. That's not my goal. So that is one of the tough decisions that we have to initially make. We need to make this decision that we're going to create a self-sustaining business. So once again, just ask yourself, are you going to build a highly profitable business or not? Right? Are you going to do things to create these systems and solid client base and good revenue and steady stream of, of income and profit or not? right? Those things don't happen overnight. They have to be built. So that's the choice. That's the choice that we're making. That is one of the first things that I think is key. And, and what I've really seen is that whenever clients, whenever, um, even in myself, with myself, whenever I've made those decisions, whenever I've seen others make those decisions, that has been the key to everything, everything coming together. It really has been. It has been the key to everything working, Because from that point on, they look at the work that they're doing differently. You believe differently. You understand differently. You are able to create boundaries and you're able to make better decisions because they are framed by the fact that you are building a sustainable business that lasts over time instead of it just being something you're trying, quote unquote, to do or something that you're doing on the side as a side hustle, right? It may be something that you're doing on the side right now, but that doesn't mean that it can't be more in the future, right? So build that now, make that decision now. Don't don't wait until the the time is perfect because as we know, that, that perfect time just never comes. And so that's why so many of us don't reach those levels because we are not preparing ourselves to make the tough decision of choosing to build a sustainable business early on. So that's number one. Okay, I gotta get off of that one because we have two more to go. <laughs> and we cannot actually get through this episode um, if I don't keep moving. So the second one is that you have to or that we have to I should rather say start embracing change we have to choose to embrace change so what that means is that we can't allow things to keep us stuck and stagnant we can't settle for complaining about how difficult times are we can't settle for uh you know complaining about algorithms or maybe how or why people are or are not referring people our way. We cannot sit and sulk because we were not chosen to give the next big presentation. We can't sit around and think about what is not working, right? We can't think about the economy and what may be happening. We can't think about those things in a way that allows us to stand there like a deer in headlights. We have to think about them And recognize them as changes that are currently happening. But although those changes are currently happening, the question becomes, how are we responding to that change? Are we sitting back and seeing the change and then becoming fearful and scared and not moving? Or are we okay with becoming uncomfortable in that uncomfortable spot that is going to determine our success in the future? So I was listening to a, um, a talk that Simon Sinek did very recently. It was just an older video, probably about a year ago, um, that was focused on this whole concept of infinite mindset. So this this concept of infinite mindset really focuses on constant improvement. So it is our ability to constantly improve ourselves, right? And one of the things that he said that stood out to me is that, People actually fear sudden change, but not incremental change. So the thing is that what we're often afraid of when it comes to change is that it will suddenly happen, right? And that is what allows that fear to build. But if we're able to look at change as being something that actually occurs incrementally, and so that's this recognition that change is inevitable, and that it's going to occur, it's going to come, and that we have to learn how to navigate it, that actually helps us not be as fearful. And then what happens is that we lean into this infinite mindset that really promotes a continuous education, this desire to improve ourselves to meet that challenge. And and so the thing is that, We have to do that when it comes to our business and navigating difficulty. You know, we hear a lot about changes in the economy, especially right now, but that's inevitable. It cycles through. This happens over and over again over time and throughout history. And when you look at the businesses that have been most successful during things such as economic downturns and even through the most recent pandemic that we experienced, they were businesses that were able to modify their approach grow, learn, and adapt to meet that challenge. And so there is this uh, need for us to have this infinite mindset. You know, it makes me think about <laughs> it because it's coming up on the holidays. And so that's why I I, I was thinking about this. But during the pandemic, um, you know, a lot of stores were not getting traffic during the holiday because of, of COVID. And because of that, you saw a lot of sales decline. Well, one business or one company that I felt like really had one of the best solutions to this problem was Macy's. And I don't know if this happened in your area, but I live in the Atlanta area. And the one thing that Macy's did during this time is that they partnered with either I think it was DoorDash, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but some, some type of driver service. They partner with them to deliver the gifts that you bought online the same day. Oh my gosh. How amazing is that? Right? Think about that. They knew that most people who are going to come into the store to buy an item are coming because they want to also leave that same day with the item, right? That's why you go to the store versus ordering online in most cases is that you're usually, especially as we got closer to, to Christmas day in that instance, you are looking to walk out with that gift so you can have it wrapped and ready under the tree for Christmas day or send it off to your loved ones, whatever it may be. And so what they did is that they, number one, knew and understood the desire, the wants, the needs of their target audience because they knew that just solely offering the same product online was not gonna be sufficient because if it was offered online, they couldn't guarantee that they could get it there the same day. But they knew that if it was available in the store building, they could give that package to someone to deliver to your home so that you were able to get the item that you purchased On the same day, within the same 24 hours, that was brilliant. You hear me? brilliant. And I don't have uh, you know any data on how Macy's did during that time, but my assumption is they probably did pretty well because you didn't hear a lot about a lot of stores closing or a lot of uh, financial troubles and woes for, for Macy's. That was to me an ingenious move to really maximize how they were uh, utilizing their services and getting their products out to people in a timely fashion because they saw the change. They understood it fully, deeply, and they were able to really navigate that change because they weren't were not afraid of it, but they were focused more so on how can they address this need and really solve this problem. So we have to take on this infinite mindset. We have to embrace change and we have to look for ways to expand our growth. And so what I, I want you to think about is how does this same scenario apply to your client attraction? How does it apply to your ability to generate leads, your lead generation? How does it apply to the client experience that you're providing? How is that going to change in the new year? How is that going to change to reflect all of those things that may be currently in play in your industry or because of the economy or because of changes maybe even in your your target audience? How are you going to navigate and adapt to those changes? We have to have that infinite mindset in order to continue to grow and not be stuck in the past wishing and wanting for things to be like they used to be. So that is one of the second tough decisions that we have to make. We have to make this decision to embrace change instead of being fearful of it. And then last but not least is that (laughs) this is probably one of the most important of all. You have to begin to embody being an expert right now. You have to choose to be an expert now with what you have, with the experiences that you currently have under your belt, with the knowledge that you currently hold, with the resources that you currently have available to you. You have to choose to be an expert now. This means that there's no more time for chasing perfection. <laughs> We're gonna stop chasing perfection. The reason I say that I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I'm not talking about this um, from a place that you know is kind of like where I have not experienced these things before. I am a recovering perfectionist, and so I know what it's like to always want to put your best foot forward, to want to wait for the perfect time, and to to have uh, you know all of your your ducks in a row to have all of the knowledge that you feel like you need to have and you're checking off your list and okay, I need to get, get this done. I need to get this certification. I need to, you know, maybe think about how I can get this additional training, get this letter behind my name. We are always in search of perfection. But the thing is that if you're constantly in search of that perfection, you will be in search forever. You'll be in search forever because you will never reach that end goal. And so in order for you to really uh, gain the traction that you want to have in your business now and into the new year is that you have to begin to embody being the expert that you are right now, right now with what you have, and so this is this is one of the reasons why. Positioning is so important. I know that I talk about positioning all the time. I have a a coaching program that is named Position to Excel. I am all about positioning because I think one of the biggest um, opportunities that many of us have is figuring out how to best fit our expertise, our knowledge, and our skill into the marketplace effectively so that we can actually operate our businesses from a place of strength instead of a place of weakness where we're allowing ourselves to be vulnerable to the, the the attack from other businesses or the competition, I should rather say, from other businesses within our industry that are able to win business over and beyond ours because they are able to fulfill a need that, that we were not able to fulfill to the best extent. We were not, uh, in essence, the best in that particular category. We're not the best uh, to offer that service. And it's because we have this belief that we need to be everything to everybody instead of being who we are to the person who needs us most. That's the problem. And so the thing is, when you're focused on your positioning and positioning your expertise that you have currently right now, you are focused on being the expert that the person who is aligned and qualified with your offer needs right now in this moment. And that allows you to build your business now instead of waiting until later when you get all of these things that you feel like you need under your belt. And this is one of the toughest decisions because I feel like it goes against everything that we've been taught over the years. We've been taught to get degrees. We've been taught to work our way up the corporate ladder. We've been taught to always feel as if we need more experience. We need more training. We need more, uh, you know, kind of skills to, to put under our belt. We need more, more, more. We never are taught that what we have currently is enough. And in reality, what you have right now in this moment is enough for you to position your expertise effectively to build a business that grows far beyond that which you have ever imagined. But you have to first make the choice to do that. You have to first make the decision, the tough decision to find comfort And and confidence in showing up as who you are right now in this moment and knowing that that is enough, that that is sufficient, that is more than enough to serve as an advisor, an expert, a trusted leader in your field. That's a decision to make. It's a decision that we have to all make. And so these three things, when you think about them all together, they are, I feel like those core decisions, like I said, that others who have achieved wild success have been able to really make that has propelled them forward. And when you're able to Choose and decide that you're going to build a sustainable business, that you're going to start embracing change instead of being fearful of it, and that you are going to embody being the expert that you are right now. That completely shifts your trajectory. It will shift your trajectory. And if you don't believe me, just try it. Try it. Think about these things. Journal on these things. Start putting them into action. Look, hey, if you have any questions about it, DM me. I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn all the time. Let me know what your thoughts are behind this this whole challenge. What's, what's causing this hang up? Because if we're honest with ourselves, these are the tough decisions that many of us have a lot of difficulty in making. And it's a journey to, to overcome them. It's a constant journey. And so, you know, if you're finding yourself checking out at different times, feeling overwhelmed, you know, taking breaks from your business where you're not continuously building a pipeline and marketing on a consistent basis, if you feel like doing that means that you're sacrificing, uh, your health or wellness, then you need to think about (laughs) these tough decisions, right? If you are sitting in a place where you're constantly thinking about what degree you're going to get next, what certification you're going to be looking for, you know what is going to make you a complete expert, then you probably need to be making this tough decision. If you're afraid of what the economy is going to look like next year, and you are reluctant to put yourself out there to go all into your business in whatever shape, form, or fashion that means for you, because you don't want to invest any more of your money or energy in something that may fail. Then you definitely need to start asking yourself these questions and make tough decisions. Because at the end of the day, in order for us to reach this higher level, and I always like to say this multi million dollar decision making level, we have to start making tough decisions. And so I hope you found this episode helpful. It definitely has been a pleasure kind of leaning into this whole aspect of the growth shift. I'm so excited. We have three more episodes coming up. So don't forget to tune in, subscribe, tell a friend. And if you enjoyed this episode, as always, please, please, please leave your review on Apple Podcasts or your rating on Spotify. I definitely enjoy that. And I look forward to talking to you again next week for our next part of the series. All right, guys, make those tough decisions. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit Excel at consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.